0: A lot of great things coming to Rock Hill. It really was the people of Rock Hill. How many things does Rock Hill have going on? And you get to be a part of that.
1: Now it's like, wow, I want to be there. I want to live there. I want to go there.
2: It is extraordinary. The changes that have happened and what I really believe is just the next really great city in South Carolina.
1: Hello and welcome into Rock Hill CityCast. My name is Matthew Cray. We are here at City Hall recording in our beautiful studio, to my right, co-host Ashley Studebaker, and with us today, Patricia Moore, Customer Service Manager for the City. And Patricia, uh, welcome, first of all.
2: Thank you, Matthew.
1: And as as we kind of talked through some of the stuff that you do in preparation for the podcast, we realized... You do a little bit of everything. There's <laughs> a not a lot. little bit of everything, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So you have to be very knowledgeable to work in customer service and also to manage it.
1: Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> and we will learn more about that here in a second. But before we get into that, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe where you grew up and how you your story got you to the city of Rock Hill.
2: Okay, so again, my name is Patricia Moore. I'm customer service manager. I have been with the city for 21 years and born and raised in Rock Hill. Um, basically have worked in retail and customer service all of my life for a short period I owned my own business Mm. it was a healthcare store really enjoyed doing that but got pregnant had a baby 21 years ago and then applied for the city and here I am still enjoying what I do did you start out in this position or did you start out elsewhere that's kind of actually I (laughs) I started out as a cashier so I can definitely Ah, say that the city is a place for growth I worked in billing um, customer service the call center did a little bit with business licensing um, and then got into leadership roles managed the meter staff the billing department collections as well as customer service so here I am
1: Awesome. Well, we're glad you're here. We're glad that your story brought you to our podcast Yes. so we could have a a talk with you. Now, uh, you talked to me before and you said that you listened to a radio show and we don't have to get into which one it was because it can't be as good as the podcast, but and they they do this (laughs) or that questions. They do. And I was just so uh, taken (laughs) aback and surprised because that's what we do. And now you are the one who gets to answer those questions. So What we're gonna do is we're gonna put a theoretical minute on the clock and we're gonna go through these questions. Are you ready? I am ready. Would you rather find out aliens exist or there is a city at the bottom of the ocean? Aliens exist. Why? Because
2: I'm just, I like mysterious stuff and the unknown. And it's a question people have always wondered about. So I I definitely would like to find out if they actually exist. Favorite type of
1: sandwich? Uh, Turkey. First thing you do when you wake up in the morning? Pray. Favorite thing to do when you get home from work? Change my clothes. What's the last thing you watched on TV? The news. Apple or Android? Apple. In the cupboard? Cups right side up or upside down?
2: Upside down. What's a pet peeve? ready right for that one. Someone cracking ice.
1: Mm. What's, <laughs> what's something that scares
2: you? Monsters. Favorite Thanksgiving side dish? Ah, uh, ooh, that's hard. Um, potato salad. As a child, what
1: did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a teacher. Do you prefer to be inside or outside?
2: Definitely inside where it's warm, especially this time of year.
1: So I'm getting my next question. I think answers it. Do you prefer the summer heat or the winter cold? I prefer the summer heat. Gotcha. Well, potato
0: salad. I'm very intrigued. I love potato salad. I'm not sure that would have been in my top five, but I I can't
1: be mad about it because there's so many dishes.
2: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's a lot for Thanksgiving.
1: Well, you passed your time on the hot seat. I'm glad we know a little bit more about you. Which question? I had one question based on your answer um the the cracking ice where did that is that just something that i think you've as always a child noticed?
2: my siblings did it and just it just annoyed me mm-hmm. so it's just something that has carried over into my adulthood so like when someone bites that. I, and- I hate the sound of ice cracking as well as fingers scratching on a chalkboard those sounds oh, yeah. just
1: really so this goes irritate me <laughs> not just chewing but even if you get like a big bag of ice and you have to break it up no just chewing just chewing, chewing okay. yeah
2: someone just chewing on ice
1: cool well you're a customer service manager yes um and that we're going to go through a lot of what that entails and kind of okay. the things you do one of the things that falls under the umbrella of mm-hmm. that is connecting transferring and disconnecting services on a home. So if, if Correct. So, let's say I went out, I bought a house, or I'm renting a house, mm-hmm. what do I need to do to get that connected?
2: You would visit our website at cityofrockhill.com and complete an application. There's instructions there to um, upload maybe a lease agreement or a sales contract, and then we'll need a copy of your driver's license and you would complete the application. Someone will process it for you and give you a call back or you get an email within one business day.
1: And these are houses in, These are houses inside the city limits?
2: Could be inside or outside. We service both okay. um, and basically after that, we'll run a credit check to determine if a deposit is required. And deposits are based on credit worthiness. So those are just some of the things that we do as it relates to connecting new service.
0: Now, this might seem like a naive question, but, um, you know, the city of Rock Hill is very unique in terms of having our own utilities here, you know, water and all that stuff. So is a city having their own customer service team just as unique with that? It's very unique, Ashley, because,
2: um, you know, a lot of our employees are customers as well and having our own team, it just customers, I mean, our employees are just you know, knowledgeable, they're familiar with the culture in Rock Hill. So having our very own, um, I think it just makes the relationship and the rapport better.
1: Uh, And so to to circle back for just for a second, um, we've talked about connecting. In what case would someone need to to transfer a service? If
2: someone is moving from one location to another Mm -hmm. um, and we provide service for those locations, then they would transfer the service from their existing location to their new location.
1: And then certain scenarios with disconnecting, it could be you're leaving or or what?
2: Yes, you're leaving, you're moving to another state, or just any of those scenarios, you would just typically disconnect the service.
1: Not that this would happen, but are there cases where there's like a uh, death in the family and someone has to come in and try and disconnect? Yes, or?
2: absolutely death in the family and the service would need to be turned off. Mm-hmm.
0: So you guys also deal with, like, obviously the billing inquiries, which yes. I would assume that, is that the bulk of what you guys take care of as far as people calling in to take care of their bill? or. There's
2: so many things, Ashley. Um, people call in to make payments, to transfer, disconnect, service request. It could be, you know, a dead animal in the road or sanitation. Perhaps their trash didn't get picked up. They so anything. Um where do I get married? We get all these <laughs> questions, whether it pertains to customer service or not. Uh, planning and development questions. So, again, our CSRs have to be knowledgeable because they need to know how to direct these questions and get the customers the information that they need.
1: So, how much of uh, the job and customer service is completing a task versus what you would traditionally think of as customer service at a store or a restaurant, which is just maintaining and building that relationship between the city? and the people who work at the city?
2: I think the majority of it is building relationships because we do so much, um, not just customer service, but the collections department as well falls under our umbrella. Um, So the collection department, we take payments as well as we help customers that are having hardships, you know, that may need assistance with their utility bills. So we do so many other things. So I do think uh, building
1: relationships play a huge part in what we do. So that's a good transition. You talked about collections. What what happens over there? What does that look
2: like? So in collections, um, basically, customers pay their bills. They pay their bills. We collect money for the city of Rock Hill. We handle our hospitality and accommodation tax as well as, um, again, agency assistance. We help customers with payment arrangements if they're experiencing a hardship. We work very closely with local agencies and we direct them to where they can get assistance and
1: all of these different things. Yeah, and what, what would a payment arrangement look like? So
2: with the payment arrangement, um, we allow customers to put down at least a third of their utility bill, and then we break that balance up into payments um, up to 90 days. And just with some of the things that have happened over the past two years, we have a lot of customers' experience and hardships could be you know, COVID, inflation, um, customers experience job loss. It's a number of reasons. So um, we work very closely with our customers because we understand that things have happened that have, in, you know, that have had a major impact on their income.
0: I know it seems like we're still talking about COVID-19, which is bizarre. Yes. But have <laughs> you seen, and I know that it was it was heavy then, um, have yes. you seen a decrease in the need for payment arrangements, or is it still kind of the same?
2: It's still kind of the same because there is so much um, agency assistance money that's out there, and a lot of customers are just becoming aware of that and the fact that they do qualify. A lot of the um, guidelines have been relaxed, so um, customers that qualify for agency assistance typically they can get a payment arrangement. You know, until we get the money from the agency. So um, we are sti- still seeing, you know, quite a number of payment
1: arrangements that are needed. One of the other things you guys deal a lot with, you said you receive a lot of phone calls, uh, service requests. Yes. Uh, what what all can fall under a service request?
2: Service requests can consist of things that are related to public works. Um, like I said, picking up a dead animal, mm-hmm. um, sanitation or... Their trash can was missed. Just um, any type of request could be a fire hydrant permit, could be um, just a yard sale. You know, I'm having a yard sale this weekend and I need a permit. So there's so many different things that customers may call that they actually need assistance with.
1: And is that how you submit a service request? Is just call up the city, ask for customer service, and they'll get a hold of someone?
2: Yes. Typically they can um, just call in and we will issue the service requests for them, or they can visit our website and um, issue it themselves. One of the things that we really promoted uh, during COVID and was the way that we do our business practices and just getting customers to do things online. Um, So we are continuing that business practice and it has made the way that we do business so much more efficient.
0: So over the last couple years the city's made some sanitation changes recycling and then correct most recently this year the leaf collection has been a little different yes Um, and you guys i mean that three two five twenty five hundred number is everywhere it's a catch-all so (laughs) um you guys are pretty much the front line and field all questions do you guys do you see yourself i mean you're all knowing right pretty much for the most part in terms of like getting that front line information
2: Yes, so it is so important when there are changes um, that we get the information because the first thing that customers are going to do is to call the 325-2500. If there's changes in housing neighborhood services or, you know, planning, sanitation department, public works, as you mentioned, the leaf pickup, um, that has changed where... We're not really operating on a schedule this year where in prior years we have. So, yes, we definitely have to get the information in a timely timely manner so that we can convey the correct information to our customers.
1: I'm sure you guys have a lot of fun discussions in customer service. Are there one or two obscure service requests that you've gotten in the past that just are different than the others?
2: Uh, yes. So we did get, um, a request and this customer actually drove to city hall. She had a bat in her garage and she wanted the city to come and remove it. So obviously not a baseball bat. We're talking
1: flying with wings, echolocation. Wow! Yes,
2: oh so we, we do hear some interesting things in customer <laughs> service. And
0: I mean, and you still have to get an answer for them, really? Yes, kinda.
2: absolutely, we do, we do. But the most important thing is we enjoy what we do, um, again, is customer service, and we are servicing customers. So regardless of what the need is, we still have to find those answers.
1: So you deal with customers. I know a lot of times uh, on the planning side of things, you'll have businesses come in and you know, work, whether it's a small business, do you guys Mm -hmm. do anything with the business side of things as well?
2: So under our collections department, we take care of compliance. Um, Planning primarily handles the initial process for business licenses. But if we have businesses that have not renewed by the deadline, then those accounts are turned over to our collections department. And we reach out to those customers or we may make site visits um, or things of that nature just to try to find out why the license hasn't been renewed and also to determine if the business is still operating.
0: And I think um, obviously with the business licenses and Mm -hmm. everything, you guys also feel the commercial utilities, correct? Correct. We do. Um, We handle commercial utilities that are
2: outside of city limits, but if they're inside of city limits, that goes through our planning department because there are zoning requirements that are needed um, prior to obtaining a business license as well as um, utilities inside of city limits.
1: And so uh, utilities just in and of themselves, Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like a lot of the things uh, that you do would uh, kind of, are akin to utilities, so let's. I want to work through some of those. Okay. Um, energy conservation and customer connect. So talk about yes. uh, ways that people at their home can conserve energy to keep their bill lower, so they don't have to pay quite as much.
2: So I do have a passion for this because not only do we direct customers to assistance, but we also educate customers on how to save. You know, simple ways to. Cut cost, And there are so many things that customers can do. It could be, you know, something as simple as the light bulbs that you have in your home. We recommend using um, the LED bulbs as well as the type of heating source that they have. Um, That's what's going to drive the energy is how do you heat? How do you cool your home? What are you setting your thermostat on? In the wintertime, we recommend that customers, you know, run their ceiling fan counterclockwise and if your heating source is an electric heater then just keep in mind that the cost of an electric heater could be approximately five dollars a day as well as those very nice electrical fireplaces um that could average about five dollars a day as well um so
1: real quick counterclockwise ashley's making eyebrows (laughs) over here we're both confused why 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 counterclockwise because the
2: ceiling fan it pushes the heat back down into the home rather than just sitting at the at the ceiling the top of the house so mm-hmm. you turn your ceiling fan on because heat rises we all know that yep. from you know so when the heat rises if you have your ceiling fan on counterclockwise it pushes the heat back into the home
1: what that's cool you <laughs> need to go home and make so, that switch fan counter- counterclockwise yes space heaters costly they will cost you more money very correct? costly okay and very w- costly. what else sorry i interrupted you
2: so basically just um having your unit serviced to just make sure it's in good working condition and that's something that you know can be done should be done annually um we also recommend that customers again check to see what the thermostat is on because regardless of what you have your thermostat set on it is going to Increase your utility bill so you can control how much it increases by what you set the thermostat on and the recommended setting is 68 degrees in the wintertime and 78 um, in the summertime. And some customers say, well, that's really cold. However, if you bump it up above 68, just keep in mind that your bill could increase anywhere from five to 25% because of the way that you're heating your home.
0: And I know a lot of people, um, I have had the privilege of working under you, Patricia, and yes. um, for a time. And I remember a lot of people used to come in and they would say, well, I'm not home from the hours of this and this, so I just I turn my thermostat off. Is that actually not a smart thing to do?
2: We don't recommend turning it off. We do recommend dropping it down maybe 10 degrees because if you turn it off, it's gonna take longer to warm the home when you return. So we just recommend dropping the temperature down about 10 degrees if you leave during the day and then just turning it back up once you return.
1: And customers, let's say customer comes, you know, their bill, it's a little higher than they thought Mm -hmm. it would be. And next month they want to keep track of that. Yes. That's Customer Connect, correct?
2: That is Customer Connect. So Customer Connect is a wonderful tool. It's free. Um, Customers can monitor their usage, the water, as well as the electric consumption. They can access graphs. There's a dashboard that can be used. They can even get notifications through email regarding how much energy you've used um, throughout the day. You can also set perimeters. For instance, if you only want to use 20 kilowatts a day and um, you can get a text notification or an email, you know, just saying, hey, you're over the 20 kilowatts. You know, you need to turn some things off, turn the TV off or turn some turn the lights off or adjust your Thermostat. So Customer Connect, it's a wonderful tool, tool that customers can use. Also, energy tips. There's so many things um, that Customer Connect does. And again, just from a energy education standpoint, we really want to direct customers there because it is so helpful as it relates to being energy efficient and saving.
1: And where is Customer Connect? How do people access it?
2: Customers can access it at cityofrockhill slash customerconnect.com.
1: And this can be helpful in certain instances where I think they call it a a leak or or what is that?
2: Very helpful with leak detection. Um,
1: So is this just water? I'm guessing. Yes. Okay.
2: As it relates to water. um, Silly me
1: over here thinking that there might be something beyond water, like an electrical (laughs) leak. And that's just the word that they call it. No, just water. All right. Okay. Just water.
2: Yes. So if a customer has a water leak, um, it will definitely detect it and it will, you know, just show the customer that they're using more consumption than what they normally use.
0: And say someone is not signed up for Customer Connector. They don't check that frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, but is there something still that the city does like constantly to where they will still notify you? Yes,
2: absolutely. We will send a postcard. Um, we will send emails because, you know, if a customer has a drippy faucet or a toilet that's constantly running or a leak, Um, it could definitely impact their utility bills. So we do send notifications to customers just advising them that they could have a potential leak and they need to get a plumber to take a look at it.
0: And I think for those, just for our listeners to uh, grasp this knowledge too, if there is a leak and the bill is outrageous, you do offer assistance with that as well, right?
2: Yes, we do consider adjustments. Um, We will take a look to, to compare when the customer had the leak to normal usage and um, that is something that we do and offer to our citizens.
1: Very cool. So in, in the winter, space heaters uh, said 68, 78? 68, 68. 68 degrees. 68 in the winter. And that's how you can uh, conserve energy. Because we are in the midst of the winter months. So are there any other winter tips specifically for how to help around the house? Weatherization. Um, if you have
2: windows that you could feel the air coming in, you know, Closing those windows off with maybe some type of windowsill or something of that nature. Again, making sure that your heating system is serviced on a regular basis, at least annually. And just checking the home for drafts, just anywhere that that cold air could be coming in and, um, you know, your heat could be going out
0: as far as um, water conservation Mm -hmm. now is that really just as simple as like you know make sure the faucets are off and and, or is there I mean is there other some other tip we don't know about (laughs) or is it just making sure that's basically
2: it in a nutshell so water um, conservation if customers have a, a faucet that's constantly dripping or you know a toilet that's continuously running that's that's pretty much it also you know Limit the the amount of time that you shower. I know a lot of people are gonna be, oh, but limit the amount of time that you shower. Um, That definitely helps. When you brush your teeth, don't run the water constantly. So there's so many different things. Um, Monitor the amount of clothes, the loads that you wash. You know, We had one family, each individual person wash their clothes individually. We don't recommend that. So those are some other ways that you can conserve water
1: when someone needs something at the city the recommendation is come in during business hours come to the front desk we'll do our best to help you out but there are some ways you can get things done without even having to come in the building here at city hall but in the parking lot what are those
2: those are park and serve and um this is really something that we have been trying to promote for a very long time and it's a service that we offer customers can come to city hall they can check in from their cars just to let us know that they are here. Someone will give them a call or just reach out to them. They can um, scan the QR code and just basically check in. We will get a notification on our computer that someone is at Parking Serve. Um, so we are open by appointment only but we do have customers that will still make a trip to City Hall that will need answers or service that particular day. So we do recommend when customers come that they, you know, park in the Park and Serve area and check in and let us know that they are here and then we can assist them from there.
0: So you guys not only funnel the, the phone calls but also Park and Serve. So. As far as time that someone waits in Park & Serve while you guys are still funneling the, the phone calls, like how does how does that work? How do you guys manage So
2: we that? have um, an agent assigned specifically for Park & Serve as well as um, our appointments and our walk-in customers. So we do handle those requests in okay. a timely
1: manner. And then the, the drive-through is an option as well for yes. some, some things.
2: Absolutely. We have one lane dedicated to customers that do make... A trip to City Hall, again, because we're open by appointment only with the exception if you're coming in just to make a payment. So if there is an accounts management need or a customer service need, then you can come to the drive through and you will get the service that you need if you take time out of your day and make a trip to City Hall.
1: As far as hospitality and just Mm -hmm. making sure the city is a welcoming place, improving that relationship with the customers, what efforts do you have on that side of things?
2: hospitality as it relates to taxes uh,
1: either both
2: okay so let's talk about um just hospitality as it relates to just offering the customer service again we are here to service the customers and we understand that there are needs that are unique we may have a customer that will need a service turned on the same day we may have a customer that needs that one-on-one consultation about their energy. So um, again, we strive to provide quality customer service and just to look at each need individually and to make sure that we do service those customers.
1: And then as you hinted at, you guys deal with hospitality and accommodation taxes?
2: We do, yes. We collect those um, in our collections department. So the hospitality tax is basically 2% tax that consumers will pay if they purchase food, prepared foods, or beverages, and then the accommodation tax is a three percent tax that um, consumers will pay. It's um, based on a short-term stay, could be at a hotel or a rental property or things of that nature. But those taxes are collected at our collections department.
1: And then, what what do you do with those? Uh, I guess the money that comes in where does that go so
2: um, the money will fund it has funded so many things in Rock Hill especially um, some of the projects in PRT um, our tourism it has funded so many things um, here in Rock Hill
0: now I know working with the public um, no two days are the same right so yes. you probably have some pretty tough down days or some really great up days. but what's the most rewarding part of your job
2: Um, I think the most rewarding part is when you have helped someone um, with maybe a lifestyle change. We've been able to direct a customer to get that assistance that they need, you know, to help them get back on their feet or, you know, just provide the help when they were really just having a really hard time. And a lot of customers will come back to say thanks. Um, They'll come back to let us know and then it all goes back again to building relationships. Um, when you find out how something very simple that you did that was routine really impacted a customer's life, then that's that's very rewarding.
1: Yeah, uh, you, you do have some notes over here. Is there anything big that we've missed or that you'd like to add on?
2: No, um, I think you guys have covered everything well. Um, i've enjoyed speaking with you and today. you are
0: a return guest it's been a while <laughs> since you've been on citycast first time for me yes
1: yes
2: yes it has been a while um <laughs> pre-covid yes but so there's i always been some changes yes there has been some changes and i always <laughs> enjoy just sharing information um we take pride in what we do um for the city of rock hill because we are the face mm-hmm. um for the city of rock hill and you know a uh, people think we just answer the phones and transfer <laughs> the call, but that's not the case. Um, we are actually providing service and just kind of like a catch-all department.
1: Well, Patricia, thank you for taking time out of your day to join us.
2: Yes, thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Rock Hill CityCast. Episodes are available each week to stream on SoundCloud, Google, and Apple Podcasts. To keep up with City of Rock Hill information, follow us on social media.